Hi everyone, Pippin here just letting you know before the show begins that we have a couple of announcements. The first being that we now have a Twitter account. We recorded the first several of these podcasts before we had any plans for social media, so you won't find any mention of this within the episodes themselves. You can follow the show at GreatMoreTapes on Twitter.com, and this will be the best place to check for any updates regarding the podcast, such as when new episodes go live, any changes to the upload schedule, or questions we'd like to ask our audience. Again, that's at GreatMoreTapes, all one word, at Twitter.com. Also, we currently have plans for a bonus episode that will air once we've covered the rest of Season 1. The second half of that episode will be a spoiler-filled discussion of how Season 1 fits in with the rest of Marble Hornets as a series, but don't skip it if you haven't seen the whole thing yet, because the first half will be a listener Q&A where we'll answer any questions you send in. If you have any questions about our thoughts on Season 1 of Marble Hornets, or really anything else, you can DM those to us on Twitter, or email them to greatmoretapes at gmail.com. Again, that's greatmoretapes at gmail.com. Our coverage of Season 1 of Marble Hornets will encompass the first five episodes of the podcast, so you still have plenty of time to send those questions in. Thank you so much for listening. And now, on to the show. Darkness approaches more snakes that from the mouth to mouth ease. Hello and welcome to another episode of Great More Tapes, a Marble Hornets Rewatch podcast. I am your host, Pippin. And I'm Lee. And today we're going to be talking through entries 20 through 23, and all the To the Ark entries that go along with it. Yes, this is a good group. This is a good set. Um, I mean, we'll get into it as we go, but uh, I really like this set of of entries here. We're nearing the end of the season. Not uh, Not that we know that yet. Well, we get uh, a little indication of that. I guess that's true. Because right here in Entry 20, uploaded December 15th, 2009, uh, starts with some narration from Jay um, saying that he's he's down to the last of the tapes and he's found what could possibly be the final clue. <laughs> I like that text. This is... Uh, behind the scenes of oh the production God. of Marble Hornets, I love that they are filming behind the scenes for a movie that will never see the light of day. Alex, like this is this is his magnum opus. This is the like Alex has to film. He has to document all of this stuff because it's going to be the movie. This is the first film that Alex has ever worked on. This is also going to be his that greatest work, and it's going to be the last film he ever works on. And he canonically it's untrue, but yes. Oh well, <laughs> to me, to me, it's true in oh, my okay. heart. Uh, this Marble Hornets is going to change the world. Yes, Marble Hornets is going to change the world. Right off the bat, we we get another admission from Jay that he doesn't remember any of this and that his involvement in Marble Hornets is greater than we originally thought because he's the script supervisor. He's been supervising the script changes because he's the script supervisor and we're very proud of him apparently according to Alex. (laughs) (laughs) This entry is so well acted 
the Alex like trying to be like like doing what he thinks a director should do and being casual in front of the camera and just his very relaxed uh nonchalant posture is is just so good it's very good got a ridiculous painting propped up on the back of a couch this great painting um of a forest on fire (laughs) i'm i'm sure that that couldn't uh reference anything well i mean it doesn't no, I know that's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's there not. Was... I'm sure it's not thematically resonant in any way. There was a lot of speculation about that painting. I, think. I remember that. But, I remember uh, a lot of people. Not important. Thinking that this painting was a clue to something. But it's it's literally just a painting that real life Brian had. <laughs> yeah, so they are filming this in Brian's house, and we can recognize that this is the house that Jay has been plundering. Yes, and the yes, the couch is a very distinct pattern. Also, same couch. Yes, yeah, same couch. Uh, Brian's not here. There are they. They're not waiting on Brian, but they just don't know where he is at the moment. Yeah, He's which is great. He's not supposed to be here. I love that they're at Brian's house and they don't know where he is. I assume that they're the... Well, that Brian's probably the only one with an actual house nearby. Alex may have a house, but he does not live in this area. That's... Like, true. I imagine they do all the filming here because... I bet Jay and Tim probably live in, like, student housing or something. Yeah, well, we... Eventually, we will see where Tim lives. Much later on. During this period yes. of time? Yes. Huh. I guess... I, I I don't know exactly what you're referring to, but... Guess what's battery-powered. That's Tim's oh. apartment. Oh. Oh. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'll... Like, that's fine. We can leave oh, that okay. Um, They are... <laughs> the, this is a behind-the-scenes featurette of them running through lines with Tim, mm-hmm. I guess? This is very odd. Yeah, it's... it's. I mean, Jay actually notes at the end of the entry that, like, the events seem to be out of order or missing. Like, it's... Things keep skipping around on this type... On this... Bleh. Things keep skipping around on this tape, so... Which seems odd to me, because this seems very straightforward, is that... Like, there may be some things out of order, but there's a very clear timeline that they are getting set up and are waiting for Tim. Right. I mean, it's also possible that, like, Jay didn't include all of the everything. Like, they yeah. might have they might have been doing stuff before this, but or after this, but who knows? Tim, Tim comes in. Uh, there's some distortion. I noted that there's some distortion, but I didn't know when that happens. It is okay. So there's some distortion. There's some visual distortion while right. we're while we're doing the thing. Jay holds up the script, and there's some distortion because the whatever is affecting the camera is trying to keep marble hornets from existing in the world. <laughs> because is that our working theory? Yes, it's that terrible. The operator is trying to stop it from happening. <laughs> well, this also uh, this is a very weird entry to place in the timeline. Uh, because it's Alex June. seems... Do we know this happens in June? Yes. Tim says, why is it so cold in June? Yes, you're right. But we don't really so know when is, anything else is. Well, this So this would be early in the summer. Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, that would explain why Alex is acting so normal. Uh-huh. So like himself. Um, 
but Tim comes in and is acting very strangely. Yes. <laughs> One, he's cold in June. He's cold he's in June. He's wearing a jacket. He's wearing a jacket that looks awfully familiar. Uh... I mean, it does. Yeah, I guess we can mention that that jacket looks familiar. I don't want to talk more about that at the moment. I'm but, just saying, uh, it does. The, the, if you uh, think that jacket looks familiar, maybe go and check out some earlier entries. Just the one, but yeah. Okay. Anyway. Uh, Tim, th- there's a cut, and Tim is like, I have to take a break. Uh-huh. And it, like the way this is all edited together, we have no idea how much time has passed. They could have been running through lines for like an hour, but it feels to me like like the way it comes across is that Tim walks in and immediately is like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, I mean, he definitely does not. He seems like he's having a bad time. Yeah, he, he goes off screen and starts having just a coughing fit. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, well, I'll note here that the actor who plays Tim was a, a smoker in real life and thus uh, can very convincingly do a coughing fit. Yeah. Uh, just on command. It's very convincing. Um, Alex goes to check on him. And he's, he's munching on some pills. As you do. <laughs> They ask what the pills are for, and he just says, ah, it's just some, some, some medication I need to take. No explanation. Not suspicious in any way. You know mm-hmm. how when you just have a coughing fit, you just shove pills down into your gullet in the hallway of your friend's uh, house? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it's yes and also no. I mean, you know, it seems like... It seems weird. It seems weird of Alex to ask, "Hey, what's that medication that you're taking?" <laughs> but at the same time, I guess like, you know, it makes uh, I don't know. We get our Were you going to say something? No, um I was just going to say and then uh, Alex asks if they need to like stop doing what they're doing if they if like tim needs to go home and he's just he insists that he's fine so they Mm. they continue presumably nothing's wrong uh we get our first alex one-liner director quip here do we yes did you take a note of this it's not done in an asshole way but it is a very similar thing to things that we will see from alex later on Okay. Where Tim starts coughing. Oh yeah. And Alex just goes take five. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, I think I think Jay might have actually said take five. First. No, I think like, it was Alex. Well, I think I think Jay is like questioningly like take five, I guess, and then Alex uh, says okay. take five. But also Alex is like sit, talking about Tim coughing in the hallway and like shouldn't have come if he was sick. And it's just like in a very <laughs> like that's that's very reminiscent. Of the uh, the the gazebo entry, yeah. <laughs> you brought your dog energy. But, uh, <laughs> not done in an well done in an assholeish way, but not in like a tyrant direction. Yeah, way. yeah, less of a less of just a... in a, just in a normal that age guy kind of yeah. way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> less of a less of an asshole, more of just kind of a you know. Yeah. Other than that, there's not much to note in the entry itself. We get some other narration. Um, There's also a bit of audio distortion in this entry, uh, notably yeah. whenever like Tim enters and and is right, having his coughing right. fit, we get some audio distortion. Um, 
then at the end of the entry, we get some more narration from Jay. Yeah, uh, Jay says that the pill bottle looks similar to the one he took from the house, which I think is very funny because pill bottles all basically look yeah, the same. Yeah, it's and also like we don't. It's not like we get a close up of the pill bottle right. that Tim is holding. We've had some entries where like Jay, like freeze frames. Uh, on certain parts to like emphasize what he's talking about. It's like, look, look, this looks, this looks, yeah, interesting. But we don't get that here. Well, we, like, <laughs> like I feel like they would hi- he would highlight the pill bottle. Actually, we do get that here, but not for the pill bottle because Jay says that oh. he thinks that at the tower probably means the red tower, and this, so he shows us the clip. This is this is also very odd because uh, from the description, well, not the description, from the opening narration. Yeah, I found what could possibly be the final clue I get from them, which is basically just Tim acting weird, I think. Mm-hmm. But this leads to nothing. The, yeah. the the actual next step of the investigation is him just realizing that the tower probably refers to the red tower from that earlier entry. Right. Uh, you know, apropos of nothing. Nothing brings this on. We just have like a whole ass entry and he's like, uh, it's probably that tower. Yes. Yeah. Anything else to say about this one? Not really. All right. Now we have the To the Ark entry titled Version. Yes. Um, So it's just uh, some upside down footage of the Red Tower from entry five. We have a bunch of words flash. Yeah, I'll note that this is the same shot that Jay... Yes. ...takes a still of in the previous entry. It's not actually a still, but yes. It's oh, is it actual footage? Yeah. Okay, well, it's just that. It's literally what was from the previous entry that is now inverted to yes. be creepy. We've got some words flashing on the screen, which uh, the first letter of all of them spells out precedes trees, which is fun, I guess. Um which is also an anagram of deeper secrets. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I think... Uh... Uh, the other podcast also brought that out. Uh, it's very stupid. I don't. <laughs> I, I I simultaneously love and uh, hate looking at this speculation and, and analysis section on the wiki dot because this is nothing to me. Oh yeah, no, this doesn't. <laughs> it's very silly to me. This doesn't really. I'm I'm just like, for the sake of. I I actually saw a post on Tumblr the other day that noted, I don't know when it was from, but the unfiction forums haven't been a thing for a long time. Like, they've, mm-hmm. they have gone out of existence forever ago, which is unfortunate in some ways because a lot of the answers to the codes were on those forums, and a lot of the places that have, like, the, the, have documented the code solving of the To The Arc videos link to forums that uh, no longer exist. I was going to say, there's probably, you know, a compilation somewhere of all of that, but yeah, if they just link to, like, the unfiction threads. There's desperate, there are definitely, like, other places where this stuff is, but, like, as far as actual code solving process, like, what, what the like, the showing your work of the solving the code, that's where most of it lived, so... Someone's someone needs to document all that stuff again. Redocument. Well, By you could someone, just solve all the all the codes again. You could just go through and do that. I mean, 
I don't think it would be that <laughs> difficult because I do have a vague idea of how most of them are solved. Yeah, they all have a similar logic to them. We can talk more about that as we get farther on. We'll talk more about that later. Uh, not much to talk about here. We can move on to yes. Entry 21. This is a pretty, like, nothing to the arc entry to me. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty much just confirmation to Jay that he is right. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. mid the Red Tower. Uh, entry 21, posted December 21st, 2009. That... I'm actually going to make a note of that date because I want to check something in a second. Oh, okay. You do that because I was going to note that that date is actually interesting because that is the date that he went that is the date that he was live-tweeting uh, his little adventure to the Red Tower. Okay, this will cycle the, back into, into what I want to talk about The Winter Solstice Twitter Watch, as it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. According. I don't want to just read off the wiki dot. I'm just mainly using it for, uh, like, quick reference. Mm -hmm. Like, if we want to quote something directly. But it does say Winter Solstice Twitter Watch. I mean, which is not a thing that I knew existed i knew that it was like a winter solstice like the winter solstice twitter tweet storm or whatever the fuck people called it was a thing i i love that i love that it has an official capitalized name on here that's very good well i've got a question for you okay is this the first marble hornets entry it does feel very marble hornets doesn't it <laughs> um troy has cracked the code with He's, this entry for yeah. what for what a Marble Hornets entry will be. Lots of camera pointed directly at the ground while we walk through the woods. Um, it's great. I it's love it. It's very good. I, I love this. I, I mean, I guess, yeah, if it was filmed and posted in December, uh, then this I, would have been during early winter. But, like, I love the... Uh, like the mood and the atmosphere of this, all the trees have like lost all their leaves. It's yeah. just it's it's a great ambiance. It's a very neat little area that this is like filmed in around the Red Tower. I think it's yeah cool looking. This is Jay filming himself going to the Red Tower. We get like a a lot of shots of him like I guess approaching it from a trail or yeah, something. So so from the winter solstice Twitter watch, um there there's lots of he like posted some pictures and stuff as he was going along the way, like mentioned that, you know, there was like a gate that was closed, so he had to park there and walk the rest of the way and it was a pretty good distance apparently from wherever he had parked. Not very good cell phone service out there, etc. So, lots of a, a journey. Mm -hmm. All of that to say, yes, a journey. Uh, at one point, he points his camera at a hole in the ground, and there's some wild-ass distortion yeah, that just happens there. just some audio distortion. Nothing funky on the video. We call that distortion hole. We do call that the distortion hole. Um, but he, he, he eventually makes his way to the Red Tower, which is very clearly a climbing wall. Yes. We can see all the holes in it where the... the I don't even know what to call them. With the little studs and rocks that you would climb up on. Right. If on a climbing wall. Um, on the exterior, there is an operator symbol scratched into the paint. Yep. And it's hollow on the inside. The, the tower is hollow on the inside. It's, it's basically just three wooden walls. All kind of stuck to get, like, to form a little triangle thing. Right. Triangular prism. Um, 
there's this great moment where he walks inside and kind of examines the area looking for something of note for a while uh you can look straight up through the tower at the open sky there's a ladder there and then after he looks up and notes the ladder he still is like looking at the ground and looking around him in the general vicinity and then you just hear this huge sigh come from jay as he realizes he's gonna have to climb this rickety old ass wooden ladder to climb this ladder um I have a bit of trivia about the climbing of this ladder from out of out of universe, mm-hmm. of course, which is that uh, the the person who films the climb up the ladder is not actually the actor that plays Jay because he is afraid of heights. <laughs> so this is uh, yeah, this is this is a little. Uh, uh behind the scenes stuff. There's a lot of entries that are filmed in first person uh that are where the camera is not being held by the actor who plays the character that is supposed to be holding the camera. Yes. There are many of those entries. If that information may ruin things for you, you may like that that may seem uh I don't even know what ruin is, but but it's it's one of those pieces of knowledge that may ruin the magic a little bit yeah i guess but, that's that's uh, just the only time i i feel it's notable to point out just because i, I could think of some other notable times but like way way later i'm wondering which ones you're thinking of <laughs> but uh just uh yeah <laughs> keep in mind that the person holding the camera in real life is not necessarily the person holding the camera in fiction but he climbs to the top of the tower and sees like a metal canister of laying sort. on a wooden beam at the top. I know that this thing looks like a case for harmonica. I like to imagine. Is that <laughs> it, I, this is not really what a harmonica case looks like, but it it either looks like a uh, like a like a butter dish, like a metal uh-huh. butter dish, or like a case to put a harmonica in. It's it's that length I, and size roughly. <laughs> I will go with harmonica. I like that very much. I think that that is What if Jay opened this thing and it was just filled with butter? Just melted butter. <laughs> A buttered harmonica. Mm. And I like that he falls from the ladder. <laughs> well, he doesn't... He does, yes. He falls because the rung breaks. I mm-hmm. mean, I guess that's a spoiler. But we'll come back to this tower eventually. And there's a broken rung where he, like, fell. Yeah. Uh, but yes, he, he falls down. And it's Yeah, um, I like that, unfortunate. He, that he eats dirt here. <laughs> Poor Jay. But uh, gets out of the tower... Cracks open this bad boy, and uh, wouldn't you know it, there's another tape in here. Great. Great, more tapes. More tapes. So this is, well, uh, no, there's not a to the arc after this, is there? There's not, no. Huh, okay, I'm going to quickly move on to the next one, because I don't think there's much to talk about here. No, not really. Ah, okay, so this this sort of alleviates what I was going to say. Um... Entry 22, uploaded mm. December 22nd, 2009. This is... What I was going to say is that it is so Marble Hornets to, f- like, have an entry where somebody is looking for a tape mm-hmm. and then them get the tape mm-hmm. and then not have the entry have the contents of the tape. <laughs> what 
Oh, I see what you mean. Like, this this should have all been one entry. And we're going to come across this many times. I think, okay, I think I might have a reason for this. I think I might know the reason for this. And I think it might be that uh, if, if I am remembering correctly from the Twitter, I think Jay uploaded the entry 21 from like a rest area supposedly or something where he was charging his oh, laptop this this sounds vaguely that familiar. could be wrong but i feel like that was a thing that does sound vaguely familiar but no yeah like having the tape not be a part of that entry is kind of i mean it yeah yeah i i yeah you're right <laughs> 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 just gotta be uploaded next day to tease them i am like still because like i again well, i came into marble hornets during season two where there were often pretty long breaks in between entries right these are still being uploaded at oh, a pretty yeah. brisk pace yeah i mean season one of marble hornets is not even a full year mm-hmm. whereas season two which is the same number of entries lasts like two no maybe maybe actually right at a full year i don't remember but yeah there would be some thematic resonance with season two if it did last a full year that's something we'll have to check yes um i i would have to actually yeah i'm pretty sure that's right anyway i was going to say something and i've forgotten what it was oh what i was going to say was that um the 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 process of getting the footage off of the mini dv tape takes some time oh yes no i'm aware so that's also (laughs) another excuse i guess (laughs) but yeah so this is this is kind of a big entry this is entry 22 um this is what was on the tape that jay found at the tower yes and it is uh distressing it's yes i will say the least so we have Alex, and we have a camera person. A cameraman who we find out later on in the entry is Seth. Yes. Uh, Alex calls him by name yes. during this footage, but like not until several minutes in. Mm-hmm. They are walking outside at first. Are they outside are they? at first? I think they're I inside thought, the whole time. They're inside the entire time? Mm-hmm. Um, they're inside and there's a bunch of shit caked on the floor, so it looks like they're outside. Oh, I thought they were still outside at that point. Okay. Um, they're inside some sort of building. Yes. Very old and decrepit looking. Alex seems to be leading the way and the cameraman, Seth is, is following him. Yes. And Alex is sort of giving instructions to like kick, uh, the night vision on the camera on, um, various other things i i I don't like because a lot of this is just walking around a creepy basement but like the vibe that doesn't really do this justice at all the vibe of it is very i mean it's very odd just because there's no context for what we're seeing right there is i mean we can from what happens later in this entry, we can place this at like the end of the production of marble hornets yes but we have that, you know what? That's a great point. A, a huge contributing factor to why this entry feels so unnerving is that we have no idea what 
Alex and Seth are doing here. We have no idea where they are. We have no idea when this is. We have no idea what they're doing here, why they're here in the first place, or what they're trying to do. Like, are they trying to find something? Are right. they trying to find their way out? What are they doing? It's it's very hard to parse. Yes. Um, they, they kind of, a, a few times in this entry, they both sort of jerk around like they heard something behind them, which I right. think is really fun. I did note that, that it seems like both of them are reacting to, to things that don't, really come through on the tape yes the audio is very yeah the audio is i had to put subtitles on for this one just because i (laughs) I really could not make out what alex was saying uh seth of course says nothing yeah the the subtitles are slightly incorrect but we we don't have to talk about that (laughs) Um, like just because not a whole lot happens while they're in what seems to be a basement. There's, like, some machinery. Mm-hmm. What look like septic tanks, but I don't think they're septic tanks. They're, like, boilers, boilers. or something. That I sounds don't, right. I don't really know what... Some some sort of industrial machinery mm-hmm. thing. Uh, I, the, the imagery is great, but, like, I'm having a hard time describing what is actually down here in this basement. There are, like dilapidated wooden stairs leading up to an upper floor um at one point seth kicks the regular vision back on the camera because uh, it was not picking up blood that alex spotted that was smeared on a wall presumably blood yeah, I think we can. We got a red splatter there that that (laughs) alex immediately touches because you have to touch the blood uh, they find more blood else. And then, I don't even know how to describe this, like, what happens here. Mm-hmm. The camera's dropped. The camera is dropped and or Seth falls, maybe? Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to tell what is going on. But as after that happens, there's there's lots of audio distortion. We hear Alex calling Seth's name. And then... Question mark. So... Yeah, after the the camera is dropped and all this this static and distortion comes in, we just cut to a shot of Alex leaning against a wall, talking directly at the camera, confessional style. Very dramatic lighting, which I love, (laughs) because of course Alex had to film this in very dramatic lighting. Alex seems so out of it, like he is not process what has happened Mm -hmm. whatever that was but it seems like him making this video is part of him processing it he says that seth is gone Mm -hmm. but then goes on to say well he says seth is gone then says brian is gone Mm -hmm. which seems to match up with what we know so far we have not been able to find brian his house looks totally trash does not look like he's lived there right um the only person we've seen in this house is the masked man Mm -hmm. but then goes on to say that jay tim and sarah are gone everyone is gone that he and seth were the only two left right and now seth is gone too but what he's saying, like, is not true. Yeah. Because like, Tim and Jay are very clearly, like, 
still here, yeah. still kicking around. Um, Alex, what what do I have? I mean, we also don't know what he means by gone. Um, yes, we don't know what gone means, but uh, Alex and Seth were apparently the last two left. This is... I think you're supposed to make the association that the people who worked on Marble Hornets, something is happening to each of them in turn. Yes. Yeah. And um, even though... Like, we know that Tim and Jay aren't gone, whatever that means. We also know that Jay and probably Tim do not recall the events surrounding Marble Hornets correctly. Right. Jay is constantly finding footage of him in roles that he does not remember having. And whenever that that one interaction with Tim seems like they're meeting for the first time. Right. Um. Alex so also something says that he does not remember right, what that, has happened in this move, tape. So I was going to move on to that in a second. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so presumably something has happened to to Jay and Tim that has taken right. their recollection of events. Uh, not really sure what that could be, but something happened something... to every single one of the members. Of the crew of Marble Hornets. Mm-hmm. That one summer in 2006. Mm-hmm. Um, I, a few miscellaneous notes. Uh, Alex, uh, uh, Joseph, who plays Alex, his southern accent comes through strong oh, yeah. at the beginning of this. It's great. It's very good. Um, the little note, the camera that he is filming with it's Seth's camera it's not his no no he says it's Seth's camera he says Seth's camera is gone I thought he said that he had it he woke up in the house with the oh Seth's camera is gone yep there we go so presumably this is his own camera and he woke up with this tape and put this tape in and started recording from the point where Seth's camera had stopped recording presumably Mm. Unless there was more. So how did we, we get see. the footage from? He woke up with the tape. He woke up with the tape. Okay. This he says that all that he can remember is on the tape now. Mm-hmm. This is, and and I'll have a, another thing to say about this in the, in the next entry, but this is um, similar similar to what I was saying with yes. Jay. The last time he was in the house and was attacked by uh, the masked man is that he can only remember the events that are on the tape. Right. Once the the camera shuts off or the tape ends, his memory ends. And it looks like a similar thing has happened to Alex here. Right. That he can recollect what happened on the tape, but as soon as the tape ends, his memory ends. Right. That seems to be the implication. Um, we also don't know where exactly he is. He says that he's in he this house. He woke up in this house. Yeah. I think, it, I mean, I would assume that this is Brian's yeah, house. Yeah, I think it would be reasonable to assume that this is... There seems to be something going on with Brian's house. Mm-hmm. Um, people keep finding themselves there. Yeah. There. When, when does the hand appear? 
uh, after he says he's leaving. He says he's going to leave the house, and then there's a weird shadow hand thing that appears on the wall and kind of goes through like his head. passes through him. It looks really neat. It's, it's a neat... Like, you could definitely, <laughs> like, tell how this effect was achieved, but, like, it's still very effective. It looks really cool. Like... The fact that this is, like, clearly not something done in post, and it was just something that they did, like, in camera, um, like, really adds to it. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. It's, it's just a very small, kind of stupid thing, but the effect is good. Something that I thought was interesting, which I don't know that I've ever thought about before, which is weird to say, because I've thought about a lot of things in Marble Hornets, Alex says that he thought he would be safer here by running away, but everything has just gotten worse. Mm -hmm. What is he talking about? I am not sure. This is another thing I wanted to talk about. Um, Alex's motivations at this point are, like, inscrutable. Yeah. Like, again, we don't know what they were doing in that basement. Like, even, even I... Even with my knowledge of the rest of the series, I'm wondering what he means by that. Mm-hmm. I mean, this... It, when we fit this entry into the context of the entire series, like, the whole meaning of this tape changes. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't really talk a whole lot about that now. Mm-hmm. But there, like, regardless, whether you are just now seeing this entry or if you've seen the entire series... This whole confessional thing is, like, very strange and very eerie and kind of hard to understand what Alex is referring to. It's very... It's not a common thing in the series at all for characters to just talk to the camera. Mm -hmm. Like, this is pretty much... Well, no, it's not the only time it happens, but... I mean, we're going to get another one this season. Well, yes, but... (laughs) But it's, it's... I don't know. There's something. There's something strange about it. Just the vibe of it is very weird. Yeah. That that he vibes are off. The vibes are <laughs> off. That that he felt the the need to like set up the camera, and say these things, and then say that he's going to go and burn all of these tapes. Presumably including this one, but apparently this one didn't get burned. I mean, apparently, uh. None of them got burned, because Jay... Mm-hmm. Mm. One, one thing I want to note before we get to that is that something that I don't think I've noted on previous rewatches, like, I'm sure, like, I, I heard it in the moment, but here, like, it really stuck out and I made a note of it. After the shadow hand, mm-hmm. there's a door creaking. Yep, yep. Which, like, out of the entire thing, that was the most unsettling I love that. Like, Like, Alex does not react to it at all. Like, there's a door creaking sound while he is speaking. He he doesn't react. He does not turn his head. Um, We've noted doors creaking before, but this, like, this is not supposed to be the same location. Uh... I don't know. This like chilled me to my bone hearing hearing that door creak and like no reaction from Alex. That that like really got to me. I love it. It's so good. Um Speaking then, of Well, okay, what were you going to say? Nothing. I was going to segue. Continue. Um Basically, we get the resolution from Alex at the end of this that he's 
he's leaving, he's going back to his home, and he's going to burn the tapes. Yes. Which, as we know, he does not do. Uh, yeah, apparently not. Jay is somehow able to get them. Jay convinces him. And it's interesting to me... Yeah. Yeah. You know, that is interesting. What? He mentions that Jay is gone. And Mm -hmm. this presumably takes place before he gives the tapes to Jay. Yeah, this seems like this would have happened, like, right before. Yeah, like, This is, like, at the end of it all. Like, yeah. The end of an extremely cursed set <laughs> but but like set. jay is gone but it seems but like he, he gives... wasn't even gone then mm-hmm. so what what means yeah what does there's it mean? so there is so much that alex is doing and saying in this entry that like does not add up but he says it so sincerely like and like it it nobody's really supposed to see this tape it just seems like something he is making in the moment to like process what he's Mm -hmm. going through so it doesn't seem like he's lying right but nothing about what he says is adding up right um this is a great entry i I love this but i think we can move on from here unless there's anything else you want to say nope that's it we're good so we have two to the arcs here Ah, uh, yes. Okay, so we've got admission, which is uploaded January... No, this is attention. No, this is attention. We have attention that's uploaded on January 10th, 2010. So this is like several weeks afterwards. Mm-hmm. Start of the new year. First, The first entry of 2010 is a To The Arc video. Yeah. Uh, not significant anyway. I just think that's kind of interesting. We we get um, we get some some creepy footage as is you know the custom with to the arc. We get some text that says "return to us" and "wake up," and then we have some text that has uh, an anagram for "awaiting your arrival," and then we get a. Oh, is is that one? I was going to ask you if you knew what that string of letters was. Yes, it's "awaiting your arrival," and then I see. we get a quick little shot of the. The operator symbol on the red tower, as seen in entry 21, and then that's it. To the arcs are not very long, typically. No. (laughs) Do we want to move on to the next one? Yes, and I want to note that that one was posted as a response to entry 22, as is custom. Like, all of these that have been after an entry are there because they are posted as a video response, which we talked about what video responses were back in the day. Um to that entry. Admission is the first one that breaks that pattern because this was actually posted as a video reply to entry 16, which, which was... when he first enters the house, Yes. Right? This was posted on January 15th, 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of doors... This... Oh this one is God. so fucking the, creepy. This is, like, maybe the... Like, to the arcs, I, I think, are varying degrees of unsettling the the previous one like admission there's something about like old stock footage that is kind of unnerving but ultimately like there's no, there's nothing really behind it mm-hmm. i don't even this know one is 
how to handle this one. So we get a shot of the house, Brian's house. We can see the like slats of the like of the blinds, the like blinds, the blinds, yeah, the vertical blinds. Um, and just to s- note, there is some heavy distortion yes. that is reminiscent of the stuff that we saw in the basement in, uh, in whatever the last twenty two. <laughs> twenty two. Um, like w- we haven't really seen this kind of distortion yet, where everything is kind of like red and extremely grainy. Mm-hmm. But it was in entry twenty two, and now this entire to the arc entry is like this. Yes, and it's, so it makes it hard to really... We can kind of only make out, like, shapes rather than details. And what we see oh is the shape of some sort of figure with its head at an angle just, like, move past the blinds. Like, in a very... It does not really look like it's walking. It looks like it's just kind of sliding like, like to the gliding. side. Very slowly, and it's like the creepiest shit. <laughs> it's it's very clearly, um, like calling back to the entry where we see the op, like the the one that is. I see. I don't know what entry numbers, but the entry six, entry six is the one that is supposed to be the one right after entry one, where we see the operator move across the windows in I Alex's believe house. It's six, but yes, but very clearly calling back to that with the way that the head is tilted. The way that like it very smoothly sort of glides across. Yeah, the, the panel. way that this one moves is the thing that is the most unsettling thing to me. It's just and it's just a silhouette. There's no detail mm-hmm. here. It's a very clear silhouette too, which is very odd in this very grainy footage. Yeah, it's it's really unclear. Like I don't I don't know what this is. I don't know if it's a person. I don't know if it's the I operator. Mean, to me, it's the operator. I don't know. That's the thing, though. It lo- doesn't look tall enough to be the operator. Mm. So I don't know. And then we pull. We uh, we get a cut to pulling a little bit further back after the silhouette has crossed the screen. And I didn't even no notice visible. a cut. Yeah. Um, and we we're, we're still looking at the same thing. We see that door that is across from the closet, which has like the. I don't know. Right. That. Okay. Yes. The. I don't know, air conditioning or something. I don't know. Some sort of utility closet is what it is. Uh, We see that door, like, very slowly open without anything touching it. And then it quickly closes after a few seconds. And we have the text, there are doors unopened. Mm. I love this entry so much. (sighs) I mean, this to the arc. Not an entry, but you know. And then we have to move on from this. Yeah. To entry 23. Entry 23 is so very, very... So when we were trying to break down how we were going to do these episodes and what entries would be in what episodes, there was a lot of back and forth on my end on trying to figure out whether we stop at entry 22 or if we stop at this one. Because one, this one's kind of long. Mm-hmm. But two, and I, I think we made the right decision stopping here. Yes. Ugh, this is this is a heavy one. There's a lot of stuff in this one that happens. So we have Jay. We, we're, well, we're this is, entry twenty three uploaded January twenty eighth two thousand and ten. We're back with Jay, our boy. He goes to the house during the day. During the day, we're very proud. This of This will him. be important. 
Very proud of him for going during the day. Using the front door. Using the front door. Yes, the front door is We're breaking open. all the rules. The front door is open. The like storm door is closed, but like the 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 door itself is open. Um, we have like this. Sp- As he crosses the threshold, the sound cuts out. Mm-hmm. We get some some visual tearing as he's walking mm-hmm. through the hallway. Um, there's. He checks that that room under the stairs. Yes. That little closet. And there's nothing really significant there. Yes. There's there's more like paper scraps on the floor. I think the screen of like the yeah the the screen from the sliding door is like in the hallway now. Mm-hmm. There's paper on. In the hallway where previously it was only in that, that larger room. Right. We don't go in that larger room in this nope. entry. We because go straight upstairs. We go upstairs, yes. So when he's looking in the closet, he points the camera up like he's hearing something from upstairs. I don't know if there... I, I didn't mm. really listen to see if there was footsteps or anything, but that's kind of the impression that I got. But he points the camera upstairs we and the doll from before is at the very top that, creepy that doll. seems to be pointing in a direction but yes. he, he goes upstairs notes the doll checks every door except the one that's open they're all locked mm-hmm. and then sees the door that the doll seems to be pointing to which is the bathroom that he checked previously yes so the sink is clean now there is no more blood in the sink or on the floor um, he looks up in the mirror, then spins around, and we get a very quick shot of the masked man, like, leaning around the corner to look at him before then, he runs away. Yeah, then ducks back out of the doorway, and Jay runs to go follow him. And then, do you, do you want to describe the sequence? Okay, so, Jay goes through the door following this, this masked man, and ends up in a, in a bedroom. We see some pills. Yeah, not in the hallway. Yeah, we see some. Well, I mean. Oh, does he? He. Wa- he. Yeah, we. Okay. We go out of the bathroom and through a door, like it. I think. I think it's the same door that was open when he went here the first time, where he found the pills. It's the, at least the same room that was there. Okay. So, we go through this door. We're in this room. We see some more of the pills, like kind of spilling out mm-hmm. of a bottle on a desk. And then we hear the door close behind Jay. So Jay spins around, opens the door. There's a there's a framed picture of the operator. No, there's not yet. Oh, not yet. Okay. Um, Jay spins around, opens the door, and is in a bedroom. Not the hallway. Maybe the same bedroom? I I'm think not it's 100%. the same. I think it is the same yeah, bedroom. Yeah, I'm pretty Things sure have been is. moved around. Things, things it, have been moved. We're kind of facing a different... Like, we're angled differently than... Like, there's two doors in this bedroom, and like, we open one. presumably one. to, like, a closet. Yeah. We open one, and we come out of the other, mm-hmm. rather than going back into the hallway. We see the framed and operator symbol. The framed operator symbol. And if you are paying attention, like, this will become very obvious in a little bit, but there is light coming through the window, but mm-hmm. it is not broad daylight how it was right. earlier. It's a lot dimmer. Yes. Um, Jay has his flashlight with him, of course, which is good. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, like, I didn't take a lot of notes, especially on this part, because I was just kind of like engrossed in the whole entry. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay goes through the door. 
that uh, the operator symbol is next to, which I think might be the door that he just came yes. out of. So he goes back through the door he came out of, and now he's in the hallway. Um, it's gotten darker in here, mm-hmm. and the the doll has moved slightly. Yeah, it's in a it's slightly not like propped up anymore. It's like moved back farther from the mm-hmm. stairs and laying down. It's still pointing at the bathroom, mm-hmm. uh, but it has changed position. So Jay crosses the hall and goes through the door that led to that bedroom originally, and it leads to it again, right? See, like this is so hard to follow. It's for me. very, and I'm not sure like how important it is, but like. He keeps opening doors and keeps finding himself in the same bedroom. Sometimes leaving that bedroom to immediately be inside of it again. Yeah. It's like doors are not leading to where they should be leading. Mm -hmm. And we we end up, whenever we end up back in the hallway, something that I love is at one point he like leaves the door open and opens the door across the hall to like look in one like look in the room and then turn around and look in the room and it's the same room Mm -hmm. it's just it's so very good it keeps getting darker as we are yeah every time he he crosses a threshold it's darker so the doll has moved again very slightly just still pointing at the bathroom and so jay goes back into the bathroom and it's kind of unclear what exactly happens here I, i think we can assume that the door shuts behind him yeah um, we hear it. We hear some, some some noises. There's some distortion. Uh, so presumably the door shuts behind him. He goes to open the door, and when he flips his flashlight back on, he's now in the little closet downstairs. Oh. There's something about. I don't know what it is, but like I pointed it out both times that we have seen the 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 mattress in the closet mm-hmm. when he's visited this visited this house the previous two times and i forgot that he winds up here yes that he's like shut inside from a different room like the 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 implications abound i like yeah i i i don't even know if i can like fully talk through my thought process here but like the fact like he keeps finding himself in the same room but when he goes into the room that the doll is pointing towards, he's in the room with the bed in mm-hmm. it. When he leaves the room maybe... that, he's, that the doll is pointing towards, he's in the room with the bed in it. Yeah. And that bed was put there for a reason. I don't know what that reason is, but like... I don't know. It makes me feel like so uncomfortable thinking about that tiny little room underneath the stairs with the mattress in mm-hmm. it. It's not even a mattress. It's like a cushion. Like a, it's like not a big enough cushion. for a mattress. It's it's a very small room. So Ugh. Jay turns around, exits the closet, and we see the door across from the closet, the one that had opened in the To the Ark video, the one that has like the it's like a utility closet. It's not even a full-size door. We see it swinging closed. Yeah, it's shutting as he opens the door, and the mask is hanging from the doorknob. Yes. So Jay immediately opens this door, and I guess goes in, and then things get fucky. Uh, before we move on, like, I, I, we keep bringing up, like, uh, well, I keep bringing up, really, other Slenderman series mm-hmm. of the period. 
this sort of impossible space mm-hmm. that happens here is something that like every that, that, like <laughs> we we talk about Marble Hornets codifying a lot of stuff about Slenderman. Every once Marble Hornets does this, mm-hmm. every Slenderman series has to have a sequence like this. And I'll be honest, the first time I watched this, like because I was not paying super close attention, I did not even realize that he was like walking in the same room over yeah. and over. Like you really have to be paying attention, and you have to also like read like um, Jay's sort of reactions and movements mm-hmm. because he's not talking. Yeah. But but you have to you have to get information from like how the camera moves and yeah. how he's acting with it. But like, I would say that, that there's. Uh, Everman Hybrid does this very early on, this sort of impossible space where they are in one area and then wind up in another area very far away, like it's... in the crawl space of somebody's house that they know. Oh, yeah. It's been a really long right. time since I've watched it. But it happens pretty early on in that series. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say that, like, Marble Hornets does this sort of impossible geometry thing. Um, like better than any of those series that I've seen. The Everyman Hybrid one is like pretty good. All I can think about is like the one in Tribe Twelve in the hotel. I don't know if you've seen this one. I have. It's again. It's been a really but long just time. like how much better this is than like anything that like Tribe Twelve tries to do in this space or that like I've seen from any other Slender series where they they want to draw so much attention to it because you have to do a lot of clever editing. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. You, like, like a lot of work has to be done in order to sell something like this when you're so low budget and you're trying to, like, portray everything as happening, at, like, in the real world. So the temptation is, when you do something like this, is that you want to draw as much attention to it as possible because you want people to notice how mm-hmm. cool it is. And, like, that's very much the style of Tribe 12, where, like... It's very flashy. Right. And this is like, if this is a situation where if you're not paying attention, it's hard to tell what even happened. There's um, a lot of things in this entry that if you're not paying oh attention, you might miss. So, after we've gone through this door that should not lead anywhere, we are now in the weird basement that we saw Alex and Seth in. It's where we don't know where this is jay doesn't know where this is um we we get some walking around with jay uh we get some distortion there's uh there's an image of like a hand reaching for the camera for just like a couple yeah, frames for like a split. I, I couldn't tell what it was but i i didn't know that something happens for like a split second mm-hmm. um we get some Lots of distortion. Yeah, there's some pretty crazy distortion that happens here. Yeah, and then we get uh, as as Jay is coming up on this like desk that's on its side on the ground. Uh, the video cuts to black, and there's heavier audio distortion. And for just a just a little second there, there's laughter, like a very deep voice is laughing. And you had to point this out to me, cause like. I was just kind of lost in the in the like the ambient like walking mm-hmm. sounds and the distortion that was going on but like if you're listening for it you can hear it. Yeah. And then uh <sighs> we <laughs> we hear uh Jay calling out 
He's, he just says hello. And a couple seconds later, his hello is repeated back, but in like a deeper pitch. It's like, the same hello. Like I, I, I want to be like very careful with my language here. Like, and like, because it, it, it is the same hello, and it's been pitched down. Yes. But, like, it being, when you say it being repeated, feels like it's been recorded somehow and being projected back to him. This sound is coming from somewhere yeah. in something in the space that Jay is in. Yes. And it's oh my god. Yes. <laughs> like it it's his it's it's it's, it's his voice. Mm-hmm. It's his voice but pitched down. It's it like it sounds it sounds And he obviously horrifying. he obviously hears it because he like whips like around whenever it's like heard. So and and it's a couple of seconds later too. So it's not like it's some kind of weird echo. It's just uh it's just so good. <sighs> so um, we get some more audio distortion. Jay finds the stairs that Alex and Seth had gone up in the previous entry. Um, we... Is it at this point where, like, like again, kind of hard to tell because of all the noises that are happening, but what I assume to be, well, I heard what something that I assume to be, like, steps above him. Yes. Like somebody moving around on the floor above. Yeah, there there are footsteps that can be heard from somewhere, um, presumably above. Yeah, and so we go upstairs. We find the weird boiler things. We're back mm-hmm. in there. We hear the hello again, but this time it's higher pitched, and I I don't know if Jay reacts to it this time. Um, I don't know. Like, I didn't take any notes for this part. Like, I couldn't... Like, I was so into this. It's just... It's just so good. Um, we have... Let's see. Jay looks into the same, like, pipe thingy that Seth had pointed the camera into previously and is kind of just, like, looking around trying to figure out what's going on, I guess. Um, and as he's moving the camera... Like, he's kind of pointing it at the ground, looking around. And as he's starting to move it up again, we hear that same deep hello right as the camera is turning to see the operator very close to Jay. And then uh, we get some very heavy distortion. We get the operator, like, lit very starkly kind of against a wall mm-hmm. um tilting its head and then this is the closest that we have ever seen yeah the operator or at least this is the closest that somebody operating the camera mm-hmm. has come to the operator while being aware of it yeah this it's right there mm-hmm. and it looks real good like as opposed to as opposed to I like think a big part of that is like the distortion and effects mm-hmm. that are going on, but it does look good. Yeah, incidentally, the distortion, the 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 video distortion on like the Blu-ray version of this entry is actually slightly different than the distortion in the uh, hmm. in the in the original YouTube entry. I think it's just like a result of 
upscaling it to HD, like re-exporting it in HD, like changes the effect. There's a couple of places where that happens. I think it's entry 17 has something like that as well. Anyway, and then the footage ends. And that's the last thing the camera ever recorded, which is a very dramatic statement, uh-huh. I think, and I like it. Yeah, um, I just have here, camera is busted. Jay again remembers only what's on the tape. Yes, he says that he, when he woke up back at his home the next day, he found that the camera doesn't work anymore. The cam- Yeah, the camera does not work. It will not record. And again, it seems to be that his recollection of what happens ends mm-hmm. as the footage ends. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, something I, I just want to bring up here is that, like... I think one way of, of looking at how the characters in Marble Hornets behave with them filming themselves all the time, like, one, it could just be paranoia, they could mm-hmm. be missing things, but then at a certain point it becomes, I need to be filming because I can't trust my own memory of events, Yes. and I'm worried that I'll forget something, but the tape is not going to lie. If I forget something, what I forget will be on the tape. But I think there's another way of looking at this, where now characters start obsessing obsessively filming themselves because what's on the tape is the only thing that they'll remember yeah if it's not filming they won't be able to recollect it yeah that's definitely a, a this is this yeah. is where I think Alex winds up by the end of his production of Marble Hornets that very obsessive filming of himself I I don't think is because of like general paranoia of being stalked of missing something or not trusting his own memory it's that he's afraid that he's not going to remember anything if the camera isn't on yes when we do our spoiler cast i want to return to this conversation um but yes so jay doesn't want to know what's happening anymore jay has other cameras but he yeah he says that he's never going back to the house again which like yeah he shouldn't have gone back after the first time i mean he didn't yeah um (laughs) like it's it's very funny to me that he's like this doesn't even matter to me anymore and then his first statement is i'm never going back to the house again i'm like the house isn't the problem here (laughs) uh but then he does say after that that he's done with this i don't want to know the answers anymore Mm -hmm. and this feels like a major point for jay yeah um because he has just been kind of like stumbling around documenting what he finds mm. just like satisfying his own curiosity um you know not really sure that this is going to lead to anything and like not really having a plan about anything but here he's just like this doesn't matter you know i'm, I, I'm not looking for for i'm not looking to sate my own curiosity anymore right i'm done the this is the first time aside from the to the arc where we have jay leaning against the door and we have the operator moving and looking like it does um this is the first time that we are seeing the operator in present day yes this is another thing i wanted to bring up jay for the first time like like things have been something about um and and i want to talk about this next episode about what things trigger what to happen to Jay Mm -hmm. but some part of him either like looking through the tapes or posting the tapes or something else 
has started bleeding whatever happened to Alex into his life. And yeah. and I would say mainly that takes the form of the masked man mm-hmm. who starts stalking him. He's connected somehow and and you know obviously to the arc is one of them. Now, but the, the like this is like stuff that's like you can tell is related but is Jay's problem. Mm-hmm. Once the terror of what Alex was experiencing comes face to face with Jay, it is a different story. I like like now it's real. I've just had this thought and it's a dumb thought, but like that to the arc where we see the operator. It doesn't look good because this is a low budget production. What if it didn't look good on purpose? I don't think that that's true, but like I like oh, the like idea. Oh, like to the arc was like staging something. Yeah, I like the idea. See, like of that's that. that's the thing about especially to the arc, but also the fact that like everybody in this series is an unreliable narrator. Mm-hmm. Is that so much could be staged? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's what we're supposed to take from that, but I think that's a fun fun theory. Are you sure? I mean, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's not. But at the same time, I feel like that makes way more sense. Because there's no, like, dis- I mean, there's not no distortion, but the distortion in that video is not nearly as heavy as it tends to be in other instances, such as this one. Um, you mentioned last time the the obvious, like, strobe effect is just someone flicking a light switch. Like, what if it is? What if what if that's not the operator? <laughs> what if this is the first time that we're seeing the operator in present day, is what I'm saying. See, like, that's the way I want to take it, that this is the first time Jay mm-hmm. comes across. I think... It's definitely the first time that he is aware of, because right. clearly he does not remember what right. happened in the other one. Like, the thing is, I, I feel like, <laughs> even though To the Ark is, is certainly antagonistic, um, I do feel like we have to take some of what they're presenting at face value. Um, like, I don't think To the Ark would, like, <laughs> stage an elaborate production of the operator abducting Jay. Like, that... Mm. See, the thing is that we, we could never know. Yeah. We could never know, and this, like, in, in my brain... I want it so badly that this is the first time Jay has ever seen the operator. Yes. But I don't think that's true. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I just can't, like, make myself take that leap. But, like, you can definitely do do the mental work. to, And it, it would certainly not be invalid to say that To the Ark staged that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that I really like about this you know, series. Yeah, there's enough evidence there where you you could definitely make that argument. I I very much enjoy that there is a lot of ambiguity in this series, mm-hmm. and so that's, I think it's a very wise decision in in most instances. Yes, to um, to leave things open for interpretation is is very is very good in in many cases in this series because whatever whatever. Whatever explanation could be used to, like, 
We'll get into this later, definitely. But whatever explanation could be provided within the series itself for, like, this is why this thing is happening is not going to be as, like, not satisfying, but as... as You don't want to show the monster, you know? You, you know what sure. I mean? Like, it's... It's not, it's, you know how Across the Sea was a terrible episode of Lost? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah. I'm glad we didn't, I'm glad that we, we don't get, we don't get an Across the Sea of Marble Hornets. Yeah, this, this series and this will become even more true as it goes on does feel like there are answers that the creators know, but want you to come to your own conclusions about. And you could say that about a lot of different things, and you can make that case for, you know, a lot of pieces of of media that are kind of, like, frustrating Mm -hmm. to to reckon with. But I do think that is mostly the case in Marble Hornets. Yeah. I say Across the Sea is a bad episode. I don't really think it's a bad episode. I hate episode. Across the Sea. I know, that's what you I... You brought it up because you know I hate Across the Sea. That is exactly why I brought it up, yes. <laughs> but anyway, Marble Hornets. So, the last thing that we have... Did we? Did you have anything else for this entry? Oh, no. I forgot that we, we, we in have... fact, have a 2 the r gap. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I was about to end the episode. <laughs> so, we have Warning, which was uploaded on February 3rd. Uh, the description is failure nigh, <laughs> like that. Um, so we have a white writing on a whiteboard, which is interesting to note because in the last entry, that framed operator symbol that we were talking about was on a whiteboard. Is that on a whiteboard? Like a dry erase board. Mm-hmm. And this so, is the, I will go ahead and say this is the most student film, uh, experimental film that To the Ark has gotten so far. <laughs> yes. Um, unlike many of the To The Arcs, we have, like, footage that seems to have been filmed solely for this video, which I think is kind of interesting. Yes. I, I think maybe the best thing about this entry is that it opens with the following is raw footage from mm-hmm. Alex Crayley's Marble Hornets. Yeah. From Alex Crayley. Yeah. yeah. The following are raw footage. The, the, the text from the introduction, but handwritten on a dry erase board. We see, like, this... And are clearly not from the, the production right. of Marble Hornets. <laughs> Um, we, we see this creepy wooden mannequin thing kind of moving around, stop motion animated. We get some, some more text written on the whiteboard that we can see through, like, the eyes of the mask. Um, we have the words... Yeah, the, the, (laughs) uh, the mask is laying on the whiteboard and you can see words through the eye holes on the mask on the whiteboard. Right. (laughs) Yes. Yes, thank you for phrasing that better. Um, we get the words eyes open, we get stay home, be alone. Uh, we get some shots of the masked man, like doing some weird things with his head. Mm-hmm. Um, Coming like in and out of focus. Mm-hmm. Um, we see, uh, we, we, get a, we get a really close up shot of the, of the eyes of this person, like going kind of nuts. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, kind of looks like stop-motion-esque. It's, it's weird. Then we get uh, the words, smile for the camera. And, like, okay, so even if I did not know stuff from behind the scenes, I looked at this and immediately was like, somebody wrote this in not their own hand. 
as a left-handed person and and as someone who has tried to write with their right hand many a time, I'm yep. like, this was written with somebody's hand that they do not use for writing. You are 100% correct. Guys, that like, is... I, I had forgotten that that is actually information that I know. That is information that is given in the commentary. I had, I had that realization and then remembered that I knew that information. Yeah. <laughs> because, I, I don't know, that that came across so strongly to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I recognized that immediately. It's like, mm, somebody's writing with their left hand. It's very good. Um, so we have this, this, the, these overlapping circles on the whiteboard. We get a shot of them all, like, having X's drawn through them to make the operator symbol. And then a big X is kind of erased through all of them, etc., etc. We see the word regards um, written. Which was the first... Yes. Uh, to the arc entry was titled Regards. Regards. And then the very last frame of the video, we see Smile for Death. So we have Smile for the Camera, Smile for Death. And that's it. That's, that's, it. that's pretty much it. Uh, it's, it's This is called Warning, which I think yeah. is fun. <laughs> so, so we have some messages here being given to Jay, presumably? We don't know. Yeah. Uh, stay home, be alone, I think is like very directed at, at Jay. Good advice for quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any thoughts about this uh, whole run of entries before we, we sign off here? I feel like we are getting into the the meat of what Marble Hornets yeah, is going to become. Yeah, of what it actually, of what Marble Hornets actually is. We, we've moved on from creepy shots of this thing standing outside of this house that's, like, kind of weird and hard to understand to, like, there is a plot of some sort mm-hmm. happening. That was exactly the thing that I was going to bring up, um. Marble Hornets as a series was originally envisioned as whenever Troy thought of a cool shot that he could do with the operator, they just went and made an entry mm. yeah, and they, then they had, grew beyond that. Yeah, they had originally, I don't remember how what the number was, but they had like a, a stack of note cards or something of like cool shots to do with the operator that was each of those was going to be an entry. Um, you can actually find pictures of that somewhere because someone ended up with those either through like an auction or hmm. something. Those original those note cards. Cool. Um, but yeah, so like we we are moving full into plot, and also I think we are moving full into horror. Yes. Um, so, like it's so striking about these entries like the 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 entries before this you know there was kind of a mystery what happened to this production what happened to alex why was he acting paranoid but it was primarily like like i don't want to say it's to like give the audience a really cheap feeling but like there was there was a formula to it like when Mm. you notice the operator which is clearly what all these entries are about right is is just realizing that the operator was there the entire time or it's in the background of this shot and you didn't notice and it maybe the people looking at the footage didn't notice Mm -hmm. but once we and like that's not i mean it's horror in like a very broad sense but once we move into plot Mm -hmm. we move into horror yes and these two entries in particular are 
like, horrifying. Yes. Entry 23 is one of my favorite entries in the entire series. You know what it is? There is a a palpable sense of, like, dread and anxiety Mm -hmm. in these. And also, like... Things that are completely inexplicable. I think about the hellos being said back to Jay. That, like... (laughs) Spoilers for the series, I guess. We don't get an explanation for where those... Like, how those hellos were Mm -hmm. made and where they came from. They're just there. And the fact that the series can just, like, do that... Yeah. At any moment and introduce... You know, not anything important, but, you know, the you don't have a grasp on what the operator is or what it can do or what is, what, how it is affecting you physically and mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, the, like, I think anxiety is, like, really the word for it. Yeah. Just, like trying to grasp at something here and finding nothing and i think the fact that like entry uh 22 has like no context for it and there's no way of telling like what was even happening in that entry Mm -hmm. like i i think confirms that 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 feeling i have yeah this this is definitely the sort of like kind of psychological horror thing that freaks me out way more than like i don't know Here's a demon and it's possessing a girl and we gotta do an exorcism and it's spooky. Mm-hmm. But the operator's right there. It was in the it was in the tree. <laughs> Did you see it? Yeah. Like that stuff is very fun and there is something like very creepy about mm-hmm. it. Like I mean I I guess that's the thing, is that the early entries of of Marble Hornets are creepy. Yeah. This is more than creepy. Yeah, and it's it's also This the, gets under your skin in mm-hmm. a real way. And it's also the fact that it is now like this is stuff that is happening now, as opposed to this was, you know, three years ago, something happened, it turns out, Mm -hmm. and we're not sure what, but this, this is happening now. There is a real sense. And we don't know what happens next. Yeah, there's a, there's a sense that like something has broken open at this point. Like, like, I think it's easy to like resort to like cliched phrases, like Jay is now sucked in farther mm-hmm. than he thought he was. But this doesn't feel like a sucking in. Mm-hmm. This feels like an exploding out. Whereas <laughs> the things that like he is he is watching and discovering are like seeping in to his life now. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, his life is not gonna be the same after this. It feels like maybe before this entry, if he stops, that's maybe the end of it. Yeah, I don't think maybe he's safe anymore. Yeah, yeah, like that's 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 kind of the feeling that that's kind of the feeling that I get also from this to the arc is that like you know this is you you done fucked up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like the uh, the stay home be alone feels like almost taunting. It's like yeah, try it. Like <laughs> try not being a part of this Smile and see what camera. happens. Yeah, it's it's there's a lot. I mean, and also it you mentioned earlier like that we don't know exactly what it is about what Jay is doing that is causing this stuff to now happen mm-hmm. to him, but like it's probably I mean, as far as the masked man and to the arc and all of that, like, that's definitely seems to be a result of him posting the videos, mm-hmm. which I think is... I want to talk a lot more about this in, like, a in like a bonus episode. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
but yeah, it's it, 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 the series is good, folks. Mm-hmm. Do we uh, do we want to wrap it up? Yes. All right. So next time, our next episode is going to cover entries twenty four through twenty six, which will be the end mm-hmm. of season one. So uh, we'll 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 talk about those entries, but then we'll also probably give our final thoughts on the season as a whole. Mm-hmm. And then I think for the episode after that, that's going to be a bonus episode where um, we can talk about spoilers. Yes. Um, this may this may be uploaded like in between our regular uploads rather than like being the place of a regular up- upload. I don't know. Like if we decide to release these we- weekly, this might happen in between. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do want to do a bonus episode. Um bonus episode will be fun because we haven't actually like we are re-watching this obviously as we go so it's been a while since right. i actually rewatched the whole series mm-hmm. it'll be kind of fun to talk about the whole thing and then also all the all the episodes that we've recorded so far we've recorded before uploading our first one so mm-hmm. we don't um like really know where where fan engagement or interaction is at this point we don't know who's listening to this but um, but hey, thanks all two of you. By the time <laughs> uh, we may we may do a delay on us actually recording that bonus episode because if there are uh, you know people listening to this that want to send in like questions and stuff, we can respond to that. But that would be fun. Um, but well, we'll let you know definitively in our next episode what we're going to be doing for that bonus episode. Yes. Um, by then we should have some stuff figured out. Yes. Uh, so again, next episode is going to be entries 23 through 26. 24 through 26. 24 through 26, right. Um, and until next time, Jay, why didn't you burn those tapes? Good night.